This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You want to talk to me? It's Linnell Willingham. Yes, I do. On 1067 The Fan. Just getting rolling here on this Wednesday night edition of Overtime. Douglas and Charles with Linnell Willingham riding with you till 9.45 before we dish the rock to the 106.7. The fans' coverage of Caps Hockey there in Anaheim tonight taking on the Ducks. Coming up in about 45 minutes, Jarrett Bailey uh, of USA Today and SI Now uh, is set to join the show. He's out in Indianapolis at the Combine. and will give us the latest uh, from the NFL scouting Combine, all the news, notes, and rumors uh, that have come out uh, here in the past couple of days. We had some rumors circulating here in Washington. This dates all the way back to after wildcard weekend. Ron Rivera, while interviewing prospective offensive coordinator candidates, uh, were letting them know that, hey, look, rookie, rookie fifth-round pick from this past season, Sam Howell, is going to get the first crack at being the team's QB1 heading into the offseason. Obviously, Washington ends up hiring Eric Bieniemy, the former Kansas City Chiefs OC, and if you listen to any of Eric Bieniemy's press conference on Thursday, he seemed very on board with the idea of going into next year with Sam Howell as the QB1. Ron Rivera spoke two days ago to the media out in Indianapolis and had this to say about the QB1 spot. Well, if you go back to, to his junior year coming out, you know this is a guy that had some very good grades on him as far as being draftable. I believe if you go back and you ask some scouts you know, what their grades are, you're going to see some pretty high grades. Um, you know, I went, that's what I did. I looked at our people's grades and we had some very good grades on him. So uh, we feel very confident in his ability. Secondly, um, things that he showed us over a period of time, you know, he played a lot in the preseason. That was something we did on purpose. Um, we wanted to see him because uh, we liked him that much. Uh, during the season, you know, when, when you watch the practice tape and you just, he just had some moments that just showed you, you know, he's done a really good job and then getting the opportunity against Dallas. Um, you know, I thought he came out and played the type of game that you're looking for as far as the quarterback's concerned. Um, he's got a tremendous skill set, got a good arm, the kind of arm that you do look for. Um, that's, that's one of the things. And, again, um, he's not our starter. He's coming in as a QB1. He'll get, he'll get, he'll get a great opportunity to be our starter. Um, but we do want to find a veteran 
uh, quarterback. You know, we have Taylor Heineke that's a free agent. that We've got to work through that as well, and then we'll see what happens from there. Some very, very telling comments from head coach Ron Rivera, uh, who spoke to a contingent of the media out in Indianapolis at the Combine. And look, Ron Rivera's been very consistent with the messaging surrounding quarterback all offseason long. And for a guy that flip-flops as much as Ron Rivera does, I'm proud of how consistent he's been when talking about the quarterback position this offseason. For one, this is the only move, to me, that makes sense for Washington. How else were they going to address the quarterback position? It's about damn time Washington decides to draft and develop one of their own. If y'all have been listening to me since the season ended, and really during the season, I'm a huge fan of Sam Howell, and I'm finally, I'm happy that finally this team is on board, it seems like, with drafting and developing a young signal caller. Because if there's one huge blemish on Ron Rivera and this staff's resume since they've gotten here to D.C., it's their inability to properly address the quarterback position. We have saw Dwayne Haskins. We saw Ryan Fitzpatrick be the plan going in to year two. And then last year, obviously, pie in all of our faces. I don't know if y'all all agree with it, but I was on board for the Carson Wentz move. I loved it. I loved it. But obviously, uh, we know what happens with Carson Wentz. He was released, I believe it was yesterday, officially. He gets cut. Washington saving $26.5 million on the books with that move. But to me, man, quarterback in today's day and age, we all know is the most important position, not just in the NFL, but to me, in all the professional sports. And Washington and their inability to properly address that position, to me, is why they've had shortcomings. Is why they've missed the playoffs in two of the last three seasons. Because the rest of the roster, outside of a few pieces here and there, to me, is ready to go. They're ready to compete. But this offseason, I said it, the quarterback-offensive coordinator combination is going to be huge. Right? They come out. After what, wild card weekend and announce Sam Howe's going to be the guy and going to get the first crack at it? Love it. The next question and the next domino to fall was who was going to be the guy calling plays for Sam Howe? If you would have told me at season's end when Washington fired Scott Turner that Eric Bieniemy was going to end up as his team's offensive coordinator, I would have ran down Pennsylvania Avenue but a ball naked, 110%. It's a slam dunk move. Washington has done everything right to start this offseason. And it started with Ron Rivera coming out and being transparent to OC candidates saying that, hey, look, Sam Howe's going to get the first crack at it. I have no problem. I have no problem with Sam Howe being forced to earn the job. I think it's the right move right now for this franchise. But I do believe, based on the comments that Ron said there at the end, he is very much leaving the door open to jump on a veteran quarterback if they become available. Now that obviously opens up a whole new can of worms because when we use the phrase veteran quarterback, that opens the door to a guy like a Rodgers or a Derek Carr. But you all should know, I'm not talking about a guy of that ilk. Washington's money isn't long enough right now to go after a guy like a Rodgers or a Derek Carr. And that, to me, is the question that comes up next here. Ron says that Sam Howell needs to compete with a veteran, needs to earn the job over a veteran. What does a veteran quarterback look like here in D.C.? What are some of the options Washington are going to have 
at that position. To me, though, man, I've been hell-bent on this ever since the season ended, and really during the season. I remember getting, in, getting into it with the Prince of Passion over on the Team 980, Craig Hoffman, about Washington going to Sam Howe during the regular season. Because you all remember it. It was after that Houston Texans game where the offense sputtered once again. It was after that game where I felt like, man, you're getting a JV-like performance out of your offense. Could it be any worse going to Sam Howell? And obviously we see week 18 against the Dallas Cowboys. No, it probably wouldn't have been any worse. Sam Howell goes out and handles himself brilliantly. Loved everything about it. It's now time to put up or shut up, though, if you're Sam Howell. And Ron Rivera putting his feet to the fire, saying, hey, look, we're going to give you every opportunity to go out and be the starting quarterback of this football team, but you've got to earn it. And that's the one thing that I've loved about Ron Rivera ever since he's gotten here. He has preached competition, and I think the team is better off because of that. We'll continue to take your calls on this as the show rolls on. 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor Listener Lines. You can tweet at me as well, at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Question is simple for you right now. Do you agree with Ron Rivera saying that Sam Howell has to earn the QB1 job, or do you think it should just be handed to him? 1-800-636-1067 is the number. Your call is next. This is the fan. I may not ever get another chance to say this, so I just want to get this off my chest. It's Linnell Willingham on 1067 The Fan. Um, he's not our starter. He's coming in as a QB1. He'll get, he'll get, he'll get a great opportunity to be our starter. Um, but we do want to find a veteran uh, quarterback. You know, we have Taylor Heineke that's a free agent. that We've got to work through that as well. And then we'll see what happens from there. Head coach Ron Rivera talking about Sam Howell and the possibility of him being the commander starting signal caller once the fall rolls around. And it's got me thinking, man. Ron Rivera keeps referencing a veteran. Taylor Heineke was even name-dropped in that last soundbite. When it comes to veteran quarterbacks, what type of guy is Ron Rivera talking about bringing in to compete with Sam Howell? I want to address Taylor Heineke here for a quick second because I've wavered back and forth with this when it comes to whether or not I think it makes sense for Washington to bring Taylor Heineke back. Now, before Eric Bieniemy was hired, to me, I was okay with Kenny Zampezi being elevated from quarterbacks coach to offensive coordinator because guess what? The most important thing to me in the National Football League when it comes to developing a young quarterback is continuity. And Kenny Zampezi has been the voice in Sam Howell's ear all year long during his rookie campaign. I mentioned I was out there boots on the ground at training camp. The last two people each and every day to leave the practice field was Kenny Zampezi and Sam Howe. I got the opportunity to interview Kenny Zampezi during training camp. You couldn't even finish saying Sam. All I said was suck. And you see the smile jump on his face. The idea of working with a young signal caller uh, like Sam Howe uh, was intriguing to Kenny Zampezi. And to me, their relationship was paramount. Obviously now Eric Bieniemy is going to be the offensive coordinator. But on top of that, the system now changes. And that's where Taylor Heineke comes into this. 
Taylor Heineke has been the beneficiary of playing in the same NFL system his entire career. So fans, Ron Rivera, members of the front office, let's let's put this to bed right now. Taylor Heineke has no business being in Washington next year. I don't even want him in the damn DMV. Send him to the other side of the country. Because the moment Washington signs Taylor Heineke to come on and be the backup in quote-unquote compete with Sam Howell, I was one of the leaders of the Heineke Hive, man. I know it. We're a dangerous group. The first interception that Sam Howell throws, the first inaccurate pass that Sam Howell throws, Heineke, Heineke. That's all you hear. That's all you hear coming from the 13,000 strong at FedEx Field. That's all you hear. Why put Sam Howell in that type of predicament? Makes no sense for you. And to me personally, there are much better options for you out there as a backup quarterback than Taylor Heineke. Because let's call a spade a spade. Like I said, he's been the beneficiary of playing in one system his entire career. Who says that he's able to come in and have a mastery of Eric Bieniemy's system right away? And if we're being very honest about Taylor Heineke, the only reason he even looked like he was worth the damn was not because of his physical ability, but think about the mental advantage that Taylor Heineke's had in this offense the past couple of years. There's a reason why he instantly came in and provided a jolt for this offense when he got inserted when Wentz gets hurt. It's almost like he's working with a handicap almost. He gets it. He knew that Scott Turner system inside and out. He won't have that advantage in the Eric Bieniemy system. And it's for that reason where I'm like, does it even make sense to bring back Taylor Heineke? What does he provide for you? What does he bring to the table? We fell in love with him because of his reckless style and him playing with his hair on fire and his willingness to be a runner. He was scared to run last year. So at that at this point, I don't see what value Taylor Heineke brings to your football team. But that leads me to some of the other names on this backup quarterback list. Because I'm trying to figure out who the hell Ron's talking about. Because all we hear is, no, no, no. Sam's not the starting quarterback next year. He's just the QB1 going into the offseason. For one, that's stupid. Never heard of anybody talk like this. But Ron Rivera is going to Ron Rivera. So let it happen. I thought QB1 and starter was the same thing. But what the hell do I know? Let's look at some of the names on this list, though. Unrestricted free agents at the quarterback position. We had a new one added to the list as of yesterday. Marcus Mariota of the Atlanta Falcons was cut loose. He's somebody that I think would represent a good measuring stick in terms of competition for Sam Howe. Baker Mayfield is somebody who I would be intrigued by. Live arm, mobile, doesn't completely stink, and he's not going to cost you a ton. Sam Darnold is another name that I'm super intrigued by because if you all followed the Carolina Panthers and their finish to the season, Sam Darnold was a big reason why they were competing for that NFC South title in Week 17. Marcus Mariota, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold. I'm okay with all three of those names. And the next guy on the list pops up. Porn star Jimmy. Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, based on all the reports that have come out, the pecking order this offseason, when it comes to free agent quarterbacks and quarterbacks that are available, so to speak, it's Aaron Rodgers. Excuse me. It should start with Lamar Jackson, if he's available. Lamar, Rodgers, Derek Carr, and then porn star Jimmy Garoppolo. And I don't understand this infatuation that everyone has with Jimmy Garoppolo. 
Is it because he's handsome? Is because his jawline's damn near flawless? What is it about Jimmy Garoppolo that we're all horned up about? I don't see it. Yes, he's a winner, but think about the team that he won with. That 49ers roster was ready-made. You could have plugged in Toby Altizer, a quarterback. They would have went to the damn Super Bowl. You could have. I've never seen you throw a football, Toby, but I just know, I just know that you could have did better than Jimmy Garoppolo. I can throw it a little bit. A little bit. But look, the point is, I'm not willing to go out and pay Jimmy Garoppolo north of $30 million like he's reportedly asking for. Miss me with all that. Teddy Bridgewater? Nah. Jacoby Brissett? Ah, that's a guy that I really like. I've been a huge fan of Jacoby Brissett. And I think he would represent exactly what Washington's looking for in their backup quarterback spot. Because to me, when Ron Rivera talks about a backup, he means this. First of all, if Sam Howe can't beat out the backup quarterback that you bring in, that gives you your answer on Sam Howe and who he is or who he isn't, right? Because if Sam Howe can't beat out Baker Mayfield, if Sam Howe can't beat out Marcus Mariota, if Sam Howe can't beat out Sam Darnold, is he worth a damn anyway? So I'm okay with bringing in competition because you got to see what it is. I do think it was a very ballsy move for Ron and company to not be aggressive in the veteran quarterback market, especially, especially going into a lame duck year for Ron Rivera. I think it's absolute craziness that he's going in with just Sam Howe. When it comes to the circumstances, if this was year two of the Ron Rivera era, I would have no qualms about this. But I question the honesty level of Ron Rivera when he says that Sam Howe is going to be the QB1. Because really think about this. With new ownership potentially coming in, it's put up or shut up for Ron Rivera. How in the hell, if you're Ron, do you justify to your wife and your family that you're going in to year four of a five-year deal with a guy that's got one career start at the quarterback position? It's very hard to justify. It is. That's why, to me, to me, I think we should maybe pump the brakes a little bit on Sam Howell or nothing. I do think, personally, it's the best move for the franchise moving forward. But when it comes to the 2023 version of the Washington Commanders, I don't know how much sense it makes to go on with a fifth-round guy that doesn't have a ton of experience. The veteran quarterback, though, that Ron Rivera decides to sign, is going to be crucial. It'll tell us a lot about what they really think of a Sam Howe. I mentioned a name like Marcus Mariota, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Jacoby Brissett, Andy Dalton. I'm cool with all of those guys. The question is, can any of these veterans beat out slinging Sammy Howe? We'll continue to take your calls as the show rolls on. Coming up in about a half hour, Jarrett Bailey uh, is set to join the show. He's out in Indianapolis at the NFL Scouting Combine and is going to give us the latest, man. All the news and nuggets from Indianapolis coming up in about a half hour when Jarrett Bailey joins the show. I want to continue to take your calls. 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor Listener Lines. You can tweet at me as well, at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. We heard from Ron Rivera a couple days ago at the Combine about the team's playing at quarterback. Are you buying it? Do you want Washington to go after a big fish? We'll continue to take your calls. Plus, talk all things Sam Howe next here on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast um he's not our starter he's coming in as a qb1 he'll get he'll get he'll get a great opportunity to be our starter um, but we do want to find a veteran uh, quarterback you know we have taylor heineke that's a free agent but we've got to work through that as well and then we'll see what happens from there. Head coach Ron Rivera talking about the quarterback position for the Washington Commanders moving forward. It's a Wednesday night edition of Overtime. Youngest in charge, Wilbert Linnell Willingham, taking you up to 945 before we dish the rock to our coverage of Caps Hockey. Uh, the fellas out west on the road taking on the Anaheim Ducks tonight. Uh, face-off set for 10 o'clock right here on the fan. Right now we're talking all things burgundy and gold. Coming up in about 26 minutes Jarrett Bailey set to join the show. Uh, he's out in Indianapolis at the Combine and will give us the latest on what he's been hearing uh, from Indianapolis. I called it the player circle, man. It's where all the big-time executives, coaches, and players and agents come out to start ironing out some of these deals that we'll see come official uh, on March the 14th when free agency officially opens up. Uh, so we'll make sure to ask Jarrett about all the hot-button issues uh, in the National Football League. You heard the sound bite coming back from break. Ron Rivera... Seeming like he was trying to pump the brakes on Sam Howell uh, as being the QB1 for this football team heading into next year. It's got me thinking two things here. One, what does a veteran option look like when it comes to a competition with Sam Howell? And then two, do we think that Sam should even be forced to compete for the job 
Or should we just hand it over to him? We had some interesting conversation during the break, being super producer Toby Altizer. And Toby, you brought up a great point, man. Should they just give the job to Sam Howell? Because when you look at the way quarterback competitions work in the National Football League, the best true honest competition happens where you split the reps 50-50 almost, right? Uh, it would be Sam would have an equal amount of time with the starters, and then your veteran backup option would have equal amount of time with the starters. For me, because Sam Howell is a guy who is only going into his second season, only has one career start under his belt, because of those circumstances, if you really want to put Sam Howell in the best position to be this team's QB1, the backup that they signed better be ready to lose this damn job, right? Because it should be a situation where the backup shouldn't have to get too many reps. He should be able to walk in and start if Sam Howe struggles. But to me, with Ron Rivera advertising this as some genuine quarterback competition, I wonder how motivated they are for him to be the starter. Because we know how the reps work in the National Football League. If you're really invested in Sam Howe being your number one and he's learning a new offense, the backup doesn't have time to get reps. You need all the time in the world to make sure that Sam Howe is going to be ready to compete. Let's just go back to last year, for example. Carson Wentz coming in. New offense, new system, new personnel. Clearly, it was going to take time to get acclimated, correct? Taylor Heineke barely got any reps during training camp. Barely got any reps with the first team in training camp. Why? Because they were doing all they could to make sure Carson Wentz was going to be ready to lead this football team in September. And if you're going to come out and announce Sam Howell as the guy this early, I think you got to go with the same plan, right? Make it make sense to me. You've got to go with the same course of action to me. You want Sam Howell. He's earned the right. Let me not let that go unsaid. He earned this right to be named the incumbent QB1 going into the offseason. And you know why? It's because of the work the kid put in. I mentioned it earlier on in the show, and I say it all the time. I was out there at training camp this year. Not only was Sam Howell, we were playing a game out there at camp, me and some of the other beat reporters. Not only was Sam Howell and Kenny Zampezi the last guys to leave the field every day, the first quarterback out of the locker room every day was Sam Howell. So the kid gets it, right? You don't have to worry about his mental makeup and whether or not he's going to get complacent if you name him the guy. He's a God-fearing man just like I am. And I think the way this kid's wired and his mental makeup and his DNA, he's a worker. He gets it. He's living out his childhood dream right now. So to think that he's going to let it fall by the wayside when he's gifted a premium opportunity for one of the NFL's most premium franchises, you would have to be a fool to blow this opportunity away. So I don't see Sam Howe doing this. I wonder, though, Veteran options do they potentially bring in? Marcus Mariota, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Jimmy Garoppolo, Geno Smith, excuse me, Jacoby Brissett. A couple of those guys make sense for you. I'm particularly a fan of Jacoby Brissett. But like I said, to me, does it even make sense to bring in somebody who has a chance to win the job? Because think about the conversation that we'll be having Week one, if Sam Howell loses this job during training camp. Think about the conversation 
that will surround this franchise if Sam Howell falls flat on his face. Now, by the way, I want to be on record in saying this. I do not think that's going to happen. I'm totally bought into the talent and the skill set, right? This isn't your average fifth-round pick. Plenty of meat on the bone, so to speak, right? He's got the tools to be a top 12, the top 15 quarterback in this league. And with good coaching, who knows what the ceiling of Sam Howell could be. But I know this, man. I'm curious to see what veteran options they bring in. But to me, I'm not so certain that Sam should even have to compete for the job. Yes. Competition breeds greatness. Yes. You want him to earn this gig. But if you want to hit the ground running in September, Sam Howell's got to get all the reps during training camp because you want him to be as well-versed in this Eric Bieniemy scheme as he possibly can be. Well, here's where the problem with the coach-centric approach comes in. Mm -hmm. Because Ron Rivera, like you said, going into year four, he's kind of coaching for his job at this point. Right. So he needs to win football games. And look, I think Sam Howell, out of all the guys you mentioned in terms of veterans, Mm -hmm. I think the ceiling for Sam Howell is higher than all those guys. Oh, not even close. Because if we think about this, this dude was supposed to be a first-rounder going into it, and I think the league overcorrected because the quarterback class last year was pretty poor. So they're like, you know what, we'll take Pickett in the first round, and we're not touching quarterback again. And so that's how Sam Howell ended up in the fifth round. He's not like a regular fifth-rounder that just wasn't a very good college quarterback. Exactly. He's got all the tools to be that guy. The problem comes in that if you're trying to win football games next year, I think Sam Howell can be that guy, but you're not guaranteed to get it. So Ron's going to look at it and say, you know what, he probably should be our starter. He's probably QB1 right now because I can't say anyone else's quarterback one because we don't have another quarterback right now. Very true. I think he should be. But at the same point, if he, if we're looking three years down the road, Sam Howell starting this year makes the most sense. Ron's not looking there. He's looking at this year. I still think that Ron understands that his time here is short because I think he understands if ownership changes, which it sounds like it's going to, he's probably gone because they're going to bring in some young guy and kind of revitalize things and mm-hmm. get some excitement. So I think he understands that. I think he ultimately goes with Sam Howell. But you do have to bring in a veteran at some point. You also want to understand it's going to be a second year in the league, and you want to help him out as well. You got to cover your ass. Call it what it is, mm-hmm. man. In the event that Sam Howell is not him, as a young cats would like to say, you got to make sure you have a veteran that's good enough to go out and help you compete still. Because make no mistake about it, the Washington Commanders last year, based on several quarterback rankings we've seen, I believe Eric Edholm, NFL.com ranked all the quarterbacks from last year. Heineke was ranked 34th, and Wentz was ranked 38th. So all you need is some semblance of an upgrade at the quarterback position, and the rest of this roster should be able to compete for a playoff spot. But, Toby, you said something very interesting here, and I agree with you to an extent. Ron Rivera, because of his job security, because of the ownership situation, can't afford to look to next year. But there's a scenario to me in which maybe Sam Howe could be Ron Rivera's saving grace. Think about Ron's and and this front office since they've gotten here. They've drafted really well, hitting on late-round guys like Cam Curl and Derek Forrest. Uh, They've hit on some marquee free agents. The big thing with them has been their inability to successfully address the quarterback position. So to me, right, if I'm Ron... I'm not even really worried about bringing in a vet that's going to help me win if if, if Sam doesn't work because it's Sam Howell or nothing to me, and here's why. Think about this, and I've said this in previous shows. 
This is the situation right now if you're Ron. Let's say that let's say that Sam Howell goes out next year and throws for 3,700 yards, 27 touchdowns, and nine interceptions. Yet, in that scenario, Washington misses the postseason. Let's say they finish third in the NFC East. You win eight, nine games, but you miss the postseason. If I'm Ron Rivera, I'm going to the new ownership group and saying, hey, look, the big problem with this organization over the past 20-plus years has been the inability to properly address quarterback. Even if Washington doesn't make the postseason next year, but Sam Howell shows clear signs of being the quarterback moving forward for this franchise, not only should Ron Rivera's job should be safe, we should be all pitching in money to build a damn statue of his ass outside of FedEx Field. Think about this. Think about how long a franchise quarterback has eluded this team. I don't care if Washington goes out and only wins seven, eight games next year. If Sam Howe shows he's the guy moving forward, that's a win. Let's play devil's advocate here and look at the other side of that coin. Let's say you bring in a Marcus Mariota, but he doesn't play worth a damn. You make the postseason, but at season's end, you're still looking for your franchise quarterback. I'm tired of running on the hamster wheel here, folks. I said it like this. D&D. D&D is my acronym for the offseason. Draft and develop. Last year, you did the first part of that by drafting a quarterback. Now you go out and develop them. I use this analogy as well. Washington right now is looking for a franchise quarterback. That's the most important thing in all of professional sports right now to me. Right? Quarterbacks... I like to compare them a lot of the times to my women, right? My men out there. Are you going to the club trying to find your wife? Does that make sense going to, to go to the club to try to find your wife? I'm not going on U Street to try to find the woman that I'm going to be with for the next 20 years. Hell no. I'm going to meet her at a nice Starbucks. I want to meet her at a bus stop maybe. Not a bus stop because I would, of course, be bad. But you get what I'm saying. I want to meet her somewhere where it feels like this makes sense. So to me, if I'm Washington going after a Marcus Mariota, a Baker Mayfield, a Sam Darnold, why do I want them? A Derek Carr, a Jimmy Garoppolo. Why do I want someone that's already been in bed with half the league? I want something fresh. I want something new, something that I'm able to call my own. And in this scenario, if you're Washington, Sam Howell is the girl at the coffee shop. Wife her. Give her a shot. Stop dealing with all the hoochie mamas out at the club. Your Bakers, your Marcus Mariotas. It's simple. Draft and develop. MGM National Harbor Listener Lines wide open. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You can tweet at me as well, at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Question is very simple. What does a veteran option at quarterback look like for Washington? And do we agree with the fact that Sam Howell is going to be forced to win this QB1 job? Your call is next as the fan. You want to talk to me? It's Linnell Willingham. So glad we had a chance to talk this out. On 106.7 The Fan. Um, he's not our starter. He's coming in as a QB1. He'll get, he'll get, he'll get a great opportunity to be our starter. Um, but we do want to find a veteran uh, quarterback. You know, we have Taylor Heineke. That's a free agent. We've got to work through that as well. And then we'll see what happens from there. His head coach, Ron Rivera, talking to a contingent of the media out in Indianapolis at the NFL Scouting Combine. And it's got me thinking, man, 
What does that backup quarterback look like uh, for rookie quarterback Sam Howell? I've listed off a couple of potential options uh, that Washington's going to have the chance to sort through this offseason. Marcus Mariota, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Teddy Bridgewater, Jacoby Brissett. Plenty of viable options to come in here and compete with uh, fifth-round quarterback Sam Howell to be next year's starting quarterback for your Washington Commanders. For me, I'm kind of at this point right now where I feel like, look, no one, including anyone in the organization, fans, people in the organization, no one's rooting for Sam Howell to lose this gig to whatever veteran that comes in here, right? That would be probably, to me, worst-case scenario, and it would really make us once again go back and question the thought process of Ron Rivera and Martin Mayhew when addressing the quarterback position. But all signs point towards Sam Howell being the guy. Ron Rivera, though, in the past couple of days has come out and said that a competition is something that Sam Howell is going to have to win. And I wonder what Ron Rivera really means by competition. Because I'm of the mindset that if you're really doing what's best for Sam Howell, no real genuine competition is needed. You all know how true quarterback competitions go down, like the one that we saw in Carolina between Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield. You split the reps right down the middle. In this situation, if I've got Sam Howe coming in and learning a brand-new offensive scheme under Eric Bieniemy, I don't need him on the sideline pussyfooting around watching Jacoby Brissett get reps. I need him getting every opportunity possible to be the guy. So if I'm Ron, yeah, I love the fact that we're preaching competition what makes champions, right? I get it. I'm all for it. But in this particular situation, at the quarterback position, if you're already comfortable enough with Sam to give him the leg up going into the offseason, then I think you should trust him that he's not going to be complacent and he's going to put in the work to actually earn the job. Coming in and having a Teddy Bridgewater steal reps from Sam Howe, hopefully I'm blessed to be out there at training camp again this year. If I see Teddy Bridgewater in August getting first-team reps with the Commanders, I'm going to rip my head off. It makes no sense. Let's continue to do things that make sense. Washington has gotten off to a hell of a start this offseason. You get Eric Bieniemy, and you make the smart decision to go with Sam Howell going into the offseason. Don't mess it up by bringing in a veteran that could potentially take this kid's job. Please. I need it to be him. one 800 636 1067 is the number. Ernie's in Fort Washington. What's going on, Ernie? How's it going, Linnell? How you doing, buddy? Um, I'm all right. Uh, the biggest problem we have with the situation is Ron Rivera in the regard that he's basically charted the same course for this team as a ship in the bottle. You know, it, okay. our, our destination is wherever we wash up every year. And the problem I have with it is that he, he has no direction. He, he says one thing he means Another later on, he tries to justify what he said the week before, and and the problem is with with Sam with Hal right now. We are right where we were two years ago with Taylor Heineke. Um, we didn't really know what we had. We liked the small body of work that we had out of him, and I wish that we would see what we actually have. He's he's taken three bites at the apple. <clears throat> and free agency or trade for a, a starting quarterback. 
He gave away fifth-round pick for Kyle Allen. He gave a guy who was begging to retire $10 million <laughs> and, and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Preacher. The man had retired. The man that put his numbers in the retire, and we brought him back and gave him $10 million. Who wouldn't take it? Yeah. You know? Then he comes back with Carson Wentz, and truth be told, most most coaches, when they draft a quarterback or when they sign a free agent, they sign him because he fits a particular scheme that they run, a particular uh, offense that they run. We signed Carson Wentz because Carson Wentz could not say no. So you really don't know whether that man fit our offense or not. So I, I, I say that to say, to me, I think the smarter move now is to invest this money that we've been throwing away and, and trying to find a, a, the toughest position there is to find in the league yeah. and Take that money and invest it in a line. Take that money, as I call it, set the table. Yeah. Make make a yeah. starting quarterback, make a starting quarterback salivate over wanting to come here, mm. instead of trying to convince and beg and 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 basically we abducted Carson Wentz. <laughs> you know. Hey Ernie, you on right now, man? I, I look. I appreciate the call, man. Look, that is that's good stuff from Ernie, man. But look. Ernie's right. I mean, Ernie said nothing wrong there, right? We got to give Sam Howell the opportunity to go get it. And I, and I think he brings up a very interesting point when he compares Sam to Taylor. Now, to me, I think it's completely disrespectful to ever compare the two. One guy was sleeping on his sister's couch. The other guy went and tore up the ACC as a freshman. They're just not, they're not on the same level, right, physically at all, right? But I do agree with this. Think about how we fell in love with Taylor Heineke. That one-game performance against the Tampa Bay Bucks. Even under those circumstances, though, Ron said, hey, look, we're going to bring in a veteran to compete with Taylor. Taylor's going to get a shot to compete. We're going to bring him back. Obviously, they bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick's old ass, and we know how that worked. Terrible decision. But I do get it. Ron felt like he probably couldn't justify to the fan base going in with just Taylor Heineke. They didn't probably believe in him either. And then the football gods do what they do. Fitzpatrick gets hurt in the first half, and the rest is history. With Sam Howell, though, this is a little bit different, man. I really am just not bought in at the fact that this kid, his his floor to me, based off of what I've seen in training camp, based off of what you hear from people in that building. His floor to me is being a top 20, top 22 quarterback. I think he's got the legitimate tools and traits. In a best-case scenario, he's a top 12 quarterback, top 13 quarterback in this league. And think about this. If you're Washington, that's all you need at the quarterback position. This defense is championship level. This receiving core. It's one of the best in the sport. All you need if you're Washington is to get above average play in core. It's one of the best in the sport. All you need if you're Washington is to get above average play at the quarterback position. And who knows how good you can end up being. That's why we're so enamored. That's why we're so intrigued by the idea of Sam Howell. Because God forbid 
God forbid this team gets a legitimate option at the quarterback position. God forbid this team properly addresses quarterback. Want to talk about parades? We're talking about the Caps earlier in their championship parade. If this team could ever figure out the quarterback, who knows what the ceiling for this franchise is? I know they did a damn good job building up this defense. They did a damn good job drafting the weapons offensively. All they got to do is get quarterback right, and who knows how far we could take this thing. John's in Rockville. What's going on, John? Hey, yeah, uh, good to hear you again. Um, yeah, I think I got this insight from you or maybe from politics. Who is Ron Rivera talking to? He's not talking to the fans. He's not talking. No, I, I'm not pro him, and I'm, I'm pro Sam House, so I'm all with you. But who is he talking to right now? He's not talking to the fans. Yeah. He's not talking to a lot of people. He's talking to some veteran who, from pride, doesn't want to come in here and be a backup quarterback. He wants to think that he's going to have a shot to start. Hey, Would it, yeah. uh, and then, and then you know, Rivera might change his ways and say, we've got to put all our energy into I see sand. what you're saying. I, I, I see yeah. what you're, I, John, I agree with you a little bit. But I, I, first cool. of all, John, I think that would be – it'd be a tough scenario for us, man, because you're talking about – when you say the scenario, I believe you're talking about a guy like a Jimmy Garoppolo or a Derek Carr, right? Sure. Yeah. John, I'd be all on board with it if I didn't see this team fail <laughs> with the veteran route the past two seasons. And I think it's a brilliant right. idea, John. I really do. Yeah. If we didn't have the Carson Wentz failure last year, I'd be all over Derek Carr, bro. I swear I would. But I'm scoring. Yeah. It's like being cheated on multiple times. You ain't going to trust a woman ever again. I can't relate to that. Oh, maybe I can. <laughs> you, look, John, make sure. Look, look, next thing you know, John's sleeping cool. on the couch tonight. Hey, I appreciate yeah, yeah. the call, John. Look, that's, that's real, though. I do get that. And I, I, I want to be very clear about this. The reason that I'm all out on a Derek Carr and a Jimmy Garoppolo is because I've been down this route before, man. I want something that's mine, something untouched, something I found for me, somebody that I drafted and developed. I'm scorned. We have been in a toxic, abusive relationship at the quarterback position here in D.C. Ever since Alex Smith broke his damn leg, it's been downhill since. And it really started from when Kirk Cousins couldn't get signed to a long-term deal. This franchise, for whatever reason, over the past 20-plus years, they've had the complete inability to properly address the game's most important position. Bill's in Fairfax. What's going on, Bill? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Yes, I appreciate sir. it. Um, my biggest fear is that the commanders go out and, you know, out of the blue because they got so much bad stuff going on that, you know, they jump on something. And they sign somebody like Garoppolo or somebody, you know, like the former Raiders quarterback, I can't think of his name now, to a $140 million three-year deal, $40 million signing bonus. The team would never recover from yeah. that kind of a deal if it didn't work out. I agree. I, it would just, I totally it would destroy. It would, it would destroy the Redskins. You know, we had a tough, a tough time absorbing the $20 million from Alex Smith. But we did it. It was one year. Yeah. Imagine three years with Garoppolo at $35 million a year. It would be horrible. You're <laughs> stuck with him. It would be horrible. I completely agree with you so on they're that. Better off, they're better off just taking their chances with the quarterbacks that they have, sign another guy, a veteran, for a year, 
and when the new owner gets here, whoever it may be, then move forward. But beef up your line, like the earlier caller said, beef up your linebackers, get those kinds of players who don't have the highest salary as a quarterback and the failure rate either. I'm not saying they can't fail, but it's not devastating. Hey, Bill, I appreciate the call, my man. Excellent as always. That's that's real deal, man. That, that's why I'm so out on a Jimmy Garoppolo. The financial ramifications, if it does not work, could end up being crippling. And if I'm a prospective owner coming in here, I want none of that. I will take a quick timeout. When we come back, Jarrett Bailey set to join us. He's out in Indianapolis at the NFL Scouting Combine. We'll get the latest on the prospects from Indy, from Jarrett, plus – Are there any potential rookie options Washington could be looking to bring in at the quarterback position? All that and more next with Jared Bailey right here on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 